hey, Charlie, Christmas is really soon. I think it's like two sleeps. You know how I can tell? You hear that sound? Yes. Sleigh bells. It's St. Nick. Huh? It's a Christmas dad pod. Thank you so much for listening. This is Dad Pod, the podcast by dads for dads who don't want to be shit dads. I'm Oshie Ginsberg, and this is Charlie Clawson. And Hello. we are clearly in two very different weather zones right now. I'm in Sydney, where it is winter. Fucking so cold, bro. <laughs> How I here? So I here. I'm in the Northern Rivers, where it is warm and sunny and thankfully dry for the time being. I'm not going to... We have a lot to catch up on. There was a couple of episodes that we uh, didn't get through. What simply happened is that I had more surgery on my hip than I needed to have, and the amount of episodes that we had in the can to get us over the surgery break was not enough to cover then for, therefore, Charlie's then European adventure. We had plenty in the can, but then we ran out. Uh, Mm. So here we are. We're back, thankfully. But this is just a quick episode, and across the summer, we'll give you a bunch of little quick ones, and then we'll be back in full swing uh, next year. Well, let's be honest, Osh. Like, the summer is not podcast listening season. I don't know what your habits are like, but I think small bite-sized dad pod over the summer break seems to make sense, because that's when my podcast library fills up with like, oh, I'll get to that episode eventually, but you got stuff to do. There's driving, though. There's a lot of driving. There's a lot of, oh, yeah. of dishes to be done. There's, you know, toys to pick up at the end of the day. Uh, that's that's when I, I, you know, I get through four hours of Andrew Huberman in 10-minute chunks. It eventually <laughs> happens. I don't think we've got time to talk about European adventure. I certainly haven't got time to talk about the surgery bullshit, but it is two sleeps till Christmas. And this is the first Christmas, as far as I'm aware, I think you might feel the same way. This is the first Christmas that Wolfie is fully online. He is like, I know what's happening. Let's go. Is Iona the same? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, look, she was online for last Christmas, but not really, hadn't connected the dots and the mythology and all that kind of stuff. But this year is all about Christmas. Like she is Santa-centric. Like the other day I put her to bed and we're reading some Christmas books and she looked at me very sincerely and said, Santa is such a nice guy. (laughs) I'm like, why Santa's such a nice guy? He brings presents to all the good kids. He works all year round. I'm like, I know. It's amazing. It's amazing like that a guy like that even exists, isn't it? You're not wrong. The thing is we also, and I'm sure it's the same with Iona, we have the indoctrination of daycare. Like probably maybe the the last four straight weeks, it has just been on, which is cool. The Christmas concert was super cute. But uh, I think we face a similar dilemma to you and that we went to go see the Sydney Kings play the other day and Wolf was like all about it. And so a basketball backboard is arriving, yet we are about to drive to Queensland uh, yes. and the basketball backboard is not going to come with us. So does the backboard mm. get put up and then we're like, hey, Merry Christmas, uh, and now we're going to fuck off? Or do we wait yeah. until we come back? Yeah, brilliant. I, 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 I don't know. Do you have something similar going on? Uh, exactly the same problem. A trampoline was requested. Um, we took her to see Santa in the mall and she let Santa know that she wanted a trampoline. She wrote a letter to Santa yes. Daycare. Top of the list was I, a trampoline. We went and did the Telstra hashtag ho, ho, ho from the phone booth on the public phone. We get to speak to Santa and she said she wants a trampoline. So we know what I, she wants and we have what she wants. But our problem is we are vacating mm. the house on Boxing Day uh, for like eight days. And so we face a similar problem of like, well, what, do we just like build it on Christmas Day? So here's this thing that you've been desperate for, but you can't touch it for another like week and a bit. Or 
do we not give her the things she's been longing for on Christmas Day and potentially ruin her Christmas? And life. It'll be like I was three when my parents first didn't meet my needs and therefore, you know, I've chosen a string of terrible yeah. partners. Like, it's all there. Like, the fucking... <laughs> the psychiatrist couch will be, there'll be a groove worked oh into God. it in 30 the years. Pressures. What, what are you guys going to do? Well, okay. Here's what we blue skied. We blue skied some ideas. We were like, okay, how about this? How about Santa writes a note? Santa sends her a photo of the said trampoline and says, hey, you know, I'm really busy. Like, it's actually taking me a lot longer to deliver these presents. So on, you know, January 3rd, you'll come home and find. What we've decided is that I'm going to assemble the trampoline tomorrow, which is like four or five days before Christmas. So then she gets three full days of bouncing on the trampoline. So that then on Christmas night or Boxing Day morning when we leave the house, that it's like, okay, we're going on on holiday now. So I think that will have satiated the appetite. Good plan. But the problem for you is you don't have the backboard yet, do you? It hasn't arrived. Oh, no, it's sitting on the front porch, but it's just oh, co it's covered in a tarp. Was it number one on his list though? Like No, number one was a Blaze okay. Blazer's super speed engine and a switch to turn the super speed engine on. Okay, so he's got both those. Uh, well, you know, it, there's there's three rockets involved in Blazer's super speed engine. That I, no such thing exists. Uh, but that is that is what he right. asked Santa for. Okay, then you're fine. Then I would save it to when you get back because that's even better. Then you're then you're the best parents in the world. Like, oh my God, Santa, he dropped by on you know New Year's yeah. Eve. He, he forgot. Yeah. He, he looked in the back of the sleigh. He's like, oh, I forgot Wolfie's backboard. Yeah. So as long as you give them the thing that they you're want. Then I think you can sort of take your time with the rest. It's going to happen. He had it. We had the 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 epic, the first Santa photo that he kind of was on on board for, and uh, kind of knew what was mm. up. And Georgia wasn't with us, so we're like, mm. well, we can't really have a photo with just one kid. So we let Wolfie have his photo with Santa, and he was a bit like, uh, didn't want to do it. So he said, I know what he wants to do. And so he did a superhero landing, one hand on the ground. Hang on, Santa or Wolfie? Wolfie is like, this oh my is God. Photo. my photo is going to be superhero landing. Everybody ready? Here we go. And he's like, bam. And, he, That's and then awesome. Santa, who's probably pushing 80, and is like, yeah. well, this is what it's going to be, kid. This is what, this is what you're going to get. Santa, I could hear his knees and hips creaking and crackling. Oh God. Santa's like, are you ready? Here we go. And then Santa Pulled it off. Wow. And I was, and click, away we went. And it was like, Man, no little awesome. boy or girl's ever got that, my world. And he was like, well, Santa's got some flexibility. Your mall Santa earned his pay that day. Our mall Santa. See, the thing, I don't know when about you, but when I was a kid, my parents would always say, oh, that's not the real Santa. That's just kind of people, you know. So it was a way, of, no, it was a good way of me kind of being like, why is Santa like, you know, skinny and got like, I can see like a dark beard under the fake one, you know. So I was always aware that these guys, it's just kind of like, you know, they're pretenders. They're, 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 they're not the real one. But then Jem was like, oh, no, you're sitting with the real Santa. I'm like, this is confusing. Like, like what was Santa doing at a mall in Ballina? <laughs> like, it's going to be hard to explain what Santa was, was was doing there. And then you see him walking down the street, you know, there's like a street parade and there's like everything we go to at the moment is Christmas themed and there's a Santa. And I'm like, I think we need to stick with what my parents told me, which is like there are there's one true Santa and then a bunch of impersonators. You, oh, this is a problem when you're the youngest of nine. By the time they got to you, they're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's not the real one. We don't give a <laughs> shit. That's not the real guy <laughs> anyway. It's black called Gavin. <laughs> it's pretty lovely, but I don't believe in an intervention as God. I'm not a particularly religious person, but there is something really lovely about 
this time of year. I'm not celebrating the birth of Christ by any means, but I adore being with family at this time of year. And I I love seeing the joy that they get out of interacting with our kids. Do you find the same thing? A hundred percent. I mean, that's one thing that I don't think you get until you have a kid is that's what Christmas is for because you yeah. were the kid and then you sort of grow out of it and you sort of lose sentimentality for it. And then you have a kid and you're like, oh, this is where the magic happens. And you get to, and the great thing about kids in general is being able to relive all these things that you loved as a child, books and films and, you know, the zoo and all that kind of stuff. But then Christmas is something else because you get to create your own mythology, your own routines, you know, the all that kind of stuff, whether you go all out with, you know, putting reindeer hoofs on the ground, you know, overnight Ooh. or you make cookies and, and put milk out, all that kind of stuff. I love it. And like Iona is so, like she's been asking me for the last two weeks, is it Christmas Day? Like she is that excited for it. And so it's kind of, Gemma and I were always a bit whatever about Christmas, not from the religious aspect, but just Christmas in general. Like I don't think when we were just a couple, we even had Christmas tree. Like very rarely did we put a, a tree up. We would just generally like, you know, maybe do some family stuff, but it was just like another day to us. But now we're all in tree tinsel presents let's put cookies out for santa Gemma's talking about putting stencils on the ground so we can put wow. footprints up the hallway in the morning it's just like oh man this is this is like uh, i i enjoy it it's like let's put on a show However you choose to do it, it's creating the traditions that blend both the traditions of your partner, if you're still together, or you know what it is that you want to create. Take the bits that work for you when you're a kid, and then create something wonderful and special with the two of you. Rachel, who uh, is one of my managers and produces all our podcasts, Rachel uh, and her husband have the Christmas mango. Oh yes, yeah. There's the Christmas mango, and whoever whoever uh, gives the best present gets the Christmas mango. That's a great present. I, I like that one. It's it's super cool. And look, and then there's the, you know the moments of like sitting down, and I can't wait to sit down with Wolf and together he and I can watch my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Die Hard one, <laughs> you know, and then it's the Nakatoma Plaza, and this is a Christmas party. Wolfie, so John hasn't seen his wife for a long time, and he's essentially Santa Claus. And now Hans Gruber has a machine gun. Ho ho ho! Uh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> Can I ask you on that Die Hard thing because that's obviously the the debate that happens every year. Lethal Weapon also takes place at Christmas. So would you say that's a Christmas film as well? Oh, absolutely. Lethal Weapon is a Christmas film. <laughs> there is no question. Okay. But in time, though, I think Die Hard is a kind of a better one because of the Hans Gruber yeah. stuff. Like Lethal Weapon takes place around Christmas, starts with Jingle Bell yeah, Rock and, that's it, right. and it ends with a, ends with Jingle yeah, and it Bell ends Rock, with a police it? car crashing into a Christmas tree. But in the middle, there's not a lot of Christmas. Yeah. But John McClane, he's fucking Santa Claus. It, it, it's funny being, Iona's been wanting to consume like Christmas entertainment. So we've been watching like, you know, episodes of cartoons and stuff that have Christmas themes. But then I was thinking about like, what are the good Christmas films that you can show a toddler? Do you have any off the top of your head? Bro, I, I don't know any that aren't like bad Santa. <laughs> yeah. Well, Home Alone or anything that's just going to like freak yeah. her out. Octonaut's Very Vegemals Christmas is, Wolf has been hammering that. He's loving it, loving it. There's been a lot of octonauts at our place, but 
Look, I'm sure we could edit a version. If someone could make a family-friendly version of Die Hard, I'd appreciate it. Well, prior to this, on, on TOEFOP, Will and I were talking about Halloween because Iona got really into Halloween. Oh, yeah. We're in the UK for it. And then she wanted to watch a Halloween, like a kid's Halloween film. And I, I found it so hard to find like something that was spooky but not too spooky. And even with Christmas, it's like, well, you've got to find something Christmassy but not like – because there are elements of Christmas, which – all Christmas films, which have like an element of like someone's been naughty or someone's been bad. And it's like, no, I want one that's just all positivity. <laughs> Where's the one where like every kid's been good and no Grinches steal anything? It's just like all – Rainbows and lollipops. Rainbows and lollipops would be a great a great idea if, if Wolfie didn't go nuts every time he had a lollipop. Oh, my God. Which did happen to us at the cafe yeah. the other day when we went to go get breakfast. Someone said, oh, you've been a good boy, and handed him a candy can. I'm like, no, no, no. We are literally that 47 shit. minutes away from a, a nap, and it is not going to happen if you do that. Please, please ask me before you do that. Well, I, I own a trick-or-treated for the first time. And so she got home with a bag of, like, confectionery. And she'll have, like, you know, ice cream from time to time. She's not uh, unfamiliar with sugar. But she'd never had, like, a concentrated – I think it was, like, a starburst or something. And, dude, like, I was frightened. It, when she got through the sugar high, she went nuts. And then she was jonesing. She was really – she was like, Dad, I want another one. I'm like, no, 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 you get it. I want another one. i got to have one. i got really got to have one. And she – melted down like she was in withdrawals it was the most terrifying thing it's like kid you are never eating sugar ever again um, yeah maybe i think there's there's parts of you know you talk about the idea of the idea of editing some sort of famous christmas film so it is kid friendly would probably be good i mean we do it with christmas carols already jingle oh, bells yeah. famously we only ever sing the first verse are you aware and wolfie sang it at their christmas concert at daycare are you aware of the extra verses of jingle bells Hang on, jingle bell, jingle, jingle. Oh, what fun it is to ride yeah. one, one horse open sleigh. No, no, no. Second verse is a day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride, and soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. Ooh. The horse was lean and lank. Misfortune seemed his lot. What? We got into a drifted bank, and then we got upsot. Oh my God. So I've, I've, I'm on my ride, and I what say, Oh, there's Miss Fanny Bright. Oh, her horse doesn't look very good. Oh, no, oh, you're get it right. Oh, no, now we're in a snowbank. Oh, my slaves are going. Oh, no. Third verse, now the ground is white. Go it while you're young. Take the girls tonight and sing this slaying song. Just get a bobtailed bay, 240 as his speed, hitch him to an open sleigh and crack, you'll take the lead. <laughs> so it's pretty weird. Don't like an old Friends wow. episode about Chandler's dad doesn't quite translate into <laughs> the modern times. So uh, you're going to catch up with family. So you're doing a big uh, uh, Ginsburg family. Oh Christmas. yeah, man, it's going to be good. And Griffin's like, there's only a few of us, um, but there's heaps of uh, Audrey's family. So it's all it's all going to happen, which I'm stoked about. And we'll be in Brizzo for a while as well, which would be which would be great. So yeah, man, I'm just I'm excited, man. Wolfie's really getting into the swimming pool, and it's going to be good. So however you know we tend to do it, just try to stay calm. I think that's it. You know, it's it's a high tension time of year. Keep calm and open presents. That's the keep calm and open presents. I'll remember your words. Yeah. I believe that's the motto. Yeah. Well, we are we are avoiding all uh, contact. We are, it's just going to be yeah. the three of us, and we're actually thinking because it's going to be beautiful weather on Christmas Day. We're thinking like just 
picnic on the beach. We're going to just do Christmas on the beach, just the three of us. Presents in the morning and Christmas on the beach. I love it, man. I love it. Well, however you spend it, I hope it's marvelous. And I hope you ultimately, you know, for anything, you're just making memories between you and family. And for people who are listening, we hope you make some memories. If you need to get in touch with us, we're going to have a, a bit of a, I think we might take next week off, but after that, we'll be uh, we'll be back for over January to, to get to your emails and have some bit of a chat. And then um, we're back with uh, more guests in the new year. So thank you for being a huge supporter of Dad Pod in 2022. Um, happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Charlie Clawson. Merry Christmas, Osher Ginsburg. Putting the Clawson, Clawson. Hello. Wait, can you hear that? Is that <gasps> Andy Marr, <gasps> our audio <gasps> producer? <laughs> What's he put in? We have no idea. He could literally be playing anything right now and making idiots of us. I see the jingle bells or something else. Merry Christmas! <laughs> A Santa would say, don't punch that. <laughs>